podcast, everybody. Hi. Episode 76. 76. Hey, it's episode 76. It is episode 76. In November. In November. Fallout 76 comes out, huh? Yeah, it does. I'm not into Fallout. I am so into Fallout. I I want to have Fallout's baby. Whoa. I want to have a little person come out of me oh my god in power a armor vault boy <laughs> a little vault boy a little vault boy come out Hell your yeah. butt. that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay that wouldn't be awesome but i i don't remember what fallout i think it was like fallout i don't know it was on playstation 3 what was like the big one on playstation 3 fallout 3 with liam neeson was in it too fallout 3 i played fallout 3 for about two hours like i put non-stop i was, I was in it just non-stop mm-hmm. i sat down playing for two hours uh, I went to some town and I got like my own place to stay. Megaton. And I was at a bar or something and I killed a guy. I forget what that was in Megaton. I forget why I killed him, but I think he was it was for a shit. quest. Yeah. And the whole town got pissed at me. Yep. <laughs> and they started chasing me. And they like they started chasing me. And you ran into a death claw. I ran into I don't what is that? Big, evil-looking no, 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 no. monster? Oh, okay. Uh, they killed me. Okay. Um, I respawned exactly where I was, and they killed me again. I uh, respawned, and I run into my house, okay? And I shut the door. The game auto-saves. <laughs> now... You're you're screwed. I couldn't leave. No, you I couldn't. waited and waited and waited. At the moment I would walk out my door, they were there to kill me. Did you ever try sleeping and then holstering your weapon and no. then walking out? I don't think so. That usually helps. But uh, yeah, I like two hours and it was like a game breaking moment. There was nothing I could do. Like yeah. I would leave and die. There was no other it's like horrible previous save before i killed the guy so i was like you know what you're done i'm done on fallout however uh speaking of fallout and bethista e3 was just this past weekend so welcome to scaredy cast we're talking about ghosts and monsters and bigfoot and also video games and other junk and pop culture um we are nerds we're big nerds e3 was this past weekend bethista's conference talk about fallout 76 they also released quake champions uh-huh for free until is it free it's free until next week it's free free uh the way it works is they released it for free until next week ah. after next week you have to pay for it unless you download it this week so if like you went in you downloaded it and you got it you got it if you waited sorry you had a chance uh i never played quake before in my life i am now addicted to quake I play Quake. I can't stop. Like, it's just, it's not, it's, hooked, it's, man. it's like Overwatch or Call hooked. of Duty and all that, but it's just like super fast paced yes. and like crazy violent. And have you gotten a, have you, what? do they do the whole double kill? Yeah, oh yeah. Monster kill. Yeah, dude. Like, I love that. It's insane. Because, well, they're Quake and then there was also. Oh, what was the shooter? Uh, Unreal Tournament mm-hmm. was also the big one that came out through yeah. before Halo kind of got super huge. So, like, all my other games I've been playing, like Heroes of the Storm and Zelda Breath of the Wild and mm-hmm. Fortnite. Yep. That's all been put on the shelf. I played, I was sitting in here and I played Quake for three hours, and I swear to God, it felt like 30 minutes. <laughs> and my friends text me, like, hey, man, jump on Fortnite. I got on Fortnite. And time stood still, <laughs> like I could because I was streaming, and I was like, I'm streaming until 11 p.m. So like from you know whatever until I think I stopped around nine mm-hmm. is when I switched, and I like it just blew by with Quake, and then Fortnite. I still like Fortnite. It's just Quake is awesome. Quake oh is awesome. I love it. So Quake is so good <clears throat> that. Back in high school, mm-hmm. I was a member of the computer club, mm-hmm. and we had access to 
the whole school system. Yeah. Because uh, we were doing, we we're part of the computer club. We we're actually monitoring and trying to help help the the whatever school IT guy and stuff like that. So we we're learning as we go. Um, my buddies were so good with computers and like hacking. We put Quake <laughs> onto the uh, the school server. You could pull Quake up on any computer in yeah. the whole entire school unified district if you knew the right codes and shit. That's amazing. <laughs> and we were playing it everywhere. It was so fun. We also stuck, uh, that was back when StarCraft first came out. We stuck StarCraft onto. I played a little bit of StarCraft. Yeah. Yeah. It's dated a little bit, the original, but. Yeah. Uh, Quake is awesome. Well, well, another gaming news, huh? What you got? Well, I've heard the like Friday the Thirteenth game. Uh, Friday the is 13th having some is issues, having major issues because sadly. of Friday the Thirteenth is having some major issues. Yeah, they're super held up in court. Basically, I didn't understand what was going on. Oh, it's the original. I guess the original screenplay writer or the writer. Was technically not employed. No, 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 no. What happened? Wrote, basically, what happened is I got it for you here. I'm, I'm breaking it down. Okay, break it down. I didn't understand either. Right. The uh, the guy who played Shelley from one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. He's gonna be a mad monster. Well, he is now also an entertainment lawyer, and he went on Twitter and basically broke it down like this: Say you wrote a movie. Say like you um, some. Tiny movie studio pays you $10,000 to write a movie. Fuck yeah. And you write this movie, and there's a character in the movie that becomes like... An icon. An icon. And your original idea for this movie that you wrote spawns 12 movies. Okay? Like... 13, 14 14 movies? 12. Is it 12? It's 12, because I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You guys can't make a 13th, Friday the 13th? Right? Like, come on. And, uh, And you're like... Wait a minute. <laughs> like, where's my money? Where's at? my money? Like, and you're, it's like, well, sorry, dude. Like, we paid you 10,000 bucks for this, and that was your contract. Like, at the time, that was it. However, there is a law that after 35 years, a creator is allowed to, uh, like, say, get his product back. Exactly. Something like that. So basically, it's been 35 years. It was up, uh, you know, in 2018, and that's where we're at now. He's like, they need to re- renegotiate. He can't get any money for what's been made previously. However, what he wants is to renegotiate for future movies. So, like, the next Friday the 13th movie, he can get paid for, you know, because it's his yeah creation, kind of. And the people who currently own the rights of Friday the 13th are like, No. <laughs> so that's where we're at now yeah. so all the fans are here suffering because they don't want to pay this guy and it's like dude just pay him like you guys are gonna make money no yeah they're definitely just gonna make money shut up and pay him you know so yeah they uh said that there will be no more dlc for the friday the 13th game at all it's all coming to a halt the game will still be playable and playable stuff. and yeah. they'll still be managing it and, you know, hopefully fixing bugs and things like that. But as far as they, they had uh, content already ready to go for Jason X DLC, but not anymore. Well, I mean, it's there, but who knows? We could wake up tomorrow and they'd be like, guys, it's all settled. We're going to go. But that's probably not going to happen. Give us Friday the 13th, number 13. Yes. Uh, you know what I would love hmm. if if Friday the Thirteenth became like a multiverse situation, hmm. and you put like Jason Ten or Uber Jason Uber up Jason? against another Jason, yeah, and see who wins or kills <laughs> in all the people. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Or just show us Uber Uber Jason, because you can't kill Jason. 
No. He fell to New Earth or whatever Earth 2. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, so let's... Uh, We're going to dive into some stories. Oh, we got some stories. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, boy. So today is uh, Tuesday. Or no, it's not. What is today? Today is Friday. Friday. Friday the 15th. Friday the 15th. Um, by the way... Uh, we will be at Mad Monster, Arizona, which is July 13th through the 15th here in Arizona, way out on the east side. Uh, don't know if we're going to have a booth yet. We're still waiting to hear back from Mad Monster about it. Mm-hmm. But even if we don't have a booth, we're going to be there all weekend. Yeah. Um. So there's just that. Also, on the 13th. It is Friday the 13th. It is. Which means on our Twitch channel, we will be playing some Friday the 13th. What do you think of that? No. Okay. Anyways. That'd be fun. So there's that. What, what, what are we going to do this time? Uh, I don't know. We're going to do, uh, we're going to do the NES game. We got the new, you know, PlayStation game and there's also a new mobile game. So we can do all There's three. a new mobile game? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen That's that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm, cool. So we might do a little bit of everything. A little bit. Uh, our Twitch channel is going to become much more active here soon. Now that Tony knows how to use Twitch. No, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to find time to use Twitch. Uh, I'm going to, again, say this and hopefully mean it. Next Tuesday. Heidi. Heidi. Especially Heidi. She's been waiting. Have you answered her? Listener Heidi. Yes, I, I answered okay. her the other night. I was like, <laughs> she messaged. She's like, I hope you guys are okay. And I'm like, Heidi is one of our loyal listeners, and she always watched us on Twitch, and we haven't been able to do Twitch in a while because our schedules are crazy, and I've also rearranged my computer room, so camera setups are weird. And and Tony deleted his... I accidentally <laughs> deleted our overlay. It's a bit of a mess. But I'm saying next Tuesday, We're our well... coming back. This coming Tuesday, I guess. We're going to be back on Twitch streaming our podcast once a week. Are you sure? Um, also. Are, are you sure? You're, are you not going to go see I'm, Monty Python or anything like that? There's nothing this Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was last Tuesday. Why can't you just tell Why can't you just tell me when you are going to I do something? I, I just, I don't know. I Because I don't like, it's just, <laughs> hey, I can't do it. Is a lot better than just being like, hey, I can't do it because I'm going to go do this. Like, just, I can't do it. Again, I don't have to explain myself. Okay. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you. Fine. Uh, anyways, what I'm doing on our Twitch is kind of a, uh, I'm doing a call out to anybody out there who wants to take their own podcast or their own content and they want a platform to show it on and we'll put it on our Twitch. If you've made a short horror film, if you've made a feature-length horror film, and it's just like me, where I made a bunch of short films, I've made a couple feature films, they're just sitting here on my hard drive because that's it. <laughs> and Are you going to show? I'm going to put mine on there. Fuck yeah. I'll put mine on there. And basically it's going to be like... I'm supposed to be in Goodbye Light. We just never figured... I, I was supposed to be in like a bar scene. I thought you were in them, like the original yeah. one. No, we like shot it like three times. Um, and it's going to be kind of like a TV station, our Twitch channel, where these movies and short films and other people's podcasts, if they want, you know, they can record their podcast, but live stream it on our Twitch. It'll be like a regular rotation. It'll be fun. It'll so be awesome. Shoot us an email. Go to our website. Contact us. Let us know. Hey, I have a movie or a thing I want to be featured on your Twitch channel, and we'll uh, talk to you about it. On with the news. Dun, dun, dun. I couldn't sleep last night. You couldn't sleep last Could night? Could not sleep. Tossing and turning in my bed. Why? I just couldn't get comfortable. I later found out why. My wife turned the AC up, so it was hot. You were hot. And I didn't think that like, the AC was up, so I didn't... Whatever. Anyways... So I made one crucial mistake, which is usually when I can't sleep, I look at my phone. 
and then you're normally up. at 3 a.m. Nothing's happening at all. So I'm like, let me look at my phone for a little bit. Maybe that'll make my eyes tired. And then I'll go to sleep. I look at my phone. I look at Twitter. What's this? Chris Hardwick is tw- trending. Why? What's going on with Chris Hardwick at 3 a.m.? Oh, no, he's dead. Or maybe he got a new show. Nope. He is. Didn't he go psych <laughs> Disney? Like what? Off the walls or something? Uh, what do you mean? Is he off the walls? Like, is he? What happened? He's a shitty person. <laughs> He's not a great person. We found out. Ah, uh, did you uh, read the story? Do you know the details, Brandon? Nope. I just saw something that he's like, it's the guy Nerdist, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Okay. He's the guy. He started Nerdist. Yes. He has not. This is one thing I want to make sure we get across clear is that Chris Hardwick started Nerdist and has not been associated with Nerdist for, for a like a couple years. And until just a few months ago, actually... Completely severed all ties with Nerdist. Uh, like he even changed the name of his podcast and stuff. So, yes and no, Nerdist. But uh, apparently he's like a really creepy, awful, awful boyfriend to have. Yeah. Um, he had a girlfriend, uh, Chloe Dykstra, for uh, three years. And I knew this because I listened to the Nerdist podcast forever. Chloe Dykstra, like, yeah. I've been listening for years. Yeah. So I knew all about it. Well, I didn't know all about this, but I knew, oh, yeah, he was, this yeah. was his ex-girlfriend. That's as much as I knew. Uh, apparently, he was, like, super emotionally abusive and kind of physically abusive as well. Not, like, beating her or anything, but... Like she says here, she wrote a uh, big article about it. This is also, uh, this is Creep of the Week. I never in my life. This is our Creep of the Week? Never in my life. When I like, have ever thought that Chris Hardwick would be the Creep of the Week. Like, I can't, it's. It's insane. I've been a fan of Chris Hardwick for a long time. Um, He has gotten to be a little much lately. Because he's just everywhere. And uh, I don't know. He just can't, always came across as like a really like good person. And now it's like, I don't trust anybody. You can't. Anybody anymore. You like this cannot. was This was the one that like, I mean, like Louis C.K. was another surprising one. But this one is like, you gotta be kidding. Morgan me. Freeman? Mor- well, I don't know about Morgan Freeman. What about Morgan Freeman? He's in trouble for sexual harassment as well. Nah, he's Morgan Freeman, though. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, cheating on his wife and stuff, like, ten years ago. We all knew that. Yeah. Yeah. We all knew he was, like, one but of it's those Morgan, guys, I know? guess because it's Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And it's so subtle and, and it's like soothing when he's talking to you, telling you to. That, yeah, exactly. It's like, you can come over here, baby, me, Morgan Freeman. Take off your clothes. Take off my- your clothes. Come over here and take off your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know, like, I don't know, whatever. Chris Hardwick is a different story, though. So he would, uh, she says that within the first two weeks of them dating, that he established rules um, that she should not want to go anywhere at night, that every night was reserved for him. And she was also not allowed to have any male friends at all. And that all photos of her and her male friends were to be removed from her apartment. Wow. Um, Since he was a recovering alcoholic and was sober now, she was not allowed to have alcohol either anymore. Dude. And he didn't like, apparently, like, I mean, I kind of understand that. But he didn't really address it in the nicest of ways. It was like an order, not like, hey, could you help me out with this? Um, She was not allowed to speak in public places. 
such as elevators, cars that had drivers, restaurants where tables were close to other people, because he believed that people recognized him and were listening in on their conversations. So they would sit in silence while he sat on his phone at dinner. Uh, she was not allowed to take any photos of them and post them on her social media unless she had his permission. Uh, and then, you know, there's, you know, things like sexual assault, which isn't cool. Uh, sexual assault is never cool. No, it's not. In no situation. Uh, I guess, uh, apparently there was a time in their relationship where she was very sick and he came home and wanted sex. She kindly asked not tonight because she was very sick. And he responded with, quote, I just want to remind you the reason my last relationship didn't work out was because of the lack of sex. Uh, so she hunkered down and hunkered down and did it and would literally be in tears, which apparently he liked. Jesus. Uh-huh. So. You know, it goes on. There's a lot. I'm sure everybody's read it. Everybody knows. Uh, and apparently, you know, it's... Well, who's going to who's gonna host Talking Dead now? Oh, man, that's a different story altogether. Uh, apparently, uh, you know, this, I guess, in some circles, this isn't coming as much as a surprise to people. Mm -hmm. While other circles, this is coming as a huge surprise. There's some people, I guess, that have worked with him or met and, him and, and been no. around him and know, like, yeah, this guy's a fucking asshole. And then there's other people that are like, what the hell? This is crazy. I've known him forever, and this is not him. Chris Hardwick, as of this recording, has not responded. Um, when it comes to Talking Dead, who knows? Because Aren't they in the last season anyways? They're going to be in the last season? I or they still go doubt it. I don't know. I haven't watched Walking Dead in um, like a season. I mean, there's who knows. There was a uh, a few months back, Dan Harmon, one of the creators of Rick and Morty, was kind of in a similar situation. Like one of the people from his writing staff from Community, like came out, wrote a big blog about how he was super creepy and wasn't. I don't think there. I don't remember it exactly, but I, th I don't think there was like sexual assault happening, but it was the, definitely a lot of emotional abuse happening. And celebrities like, you know, some celebrities like Harvey Weinstein, they try to deny it and hide from it and all this stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, they, well, he's a different case because he's super bad. But yeah, what Dan Harmon did was he basically like got out, came out immediately and was like, look, like this is all true. And, he apologized and he said, you know, it was a big long thing. And it seemed like that was that. Like even the girl who, you know, posted the thing was like, you know what? I accept your apology and, you know, let's all move on. And everything's fine for him. So who knows? Like Chris Hardwick could do the same thing. He might come out tomorrow and he could be like, hey, you know what? This is true. And this was also, I mean, this is also, I mean, it doesn't excuse it, but this was, I had to maybe happened five years ago or so. So he could, you know, come out, apologize, and the doll just goes away. Goes away. Because you never, plus, plus you also got to factor in too, like somebody bigger could be outed tomorrow, exposed. Right. And everybody's going to be like, forget about Chris Hardwick. Did you hear what happened to so and so? Chris Hemsworth? No. No. You never know anymore. No. You never know anymore. No. You don't know anymore. Do not. Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth. No way. No. But what I'm saying is like, no, somebody of that caliber celebrity could be exposed tomorrow. And this whole Chris Hardwick thing, everybody's going to forget about it. And then, you know, talking dead comes. Well, I mean like why his it, own, uh, why does it have to be a Chris? Okay. His, his own TV, like talk, talking with Chris Hardwick. That's the other thing about this blog coming out now is like, it's really, I don't know about, you know, timing wise, whatever, you know, kind of it's, it's like not vagish, but it's like his season premiere of his own talk show is this Sunday, you know? And that's probably not going to happen. No, well, who knows? Like nothing really, 
The only like official thing that has come out is that Nerdist has like scrubbed all remaining mentions of him off of their website. And what like with Nerdist legendary pictures or legendary entertainment, the company that makes like Pacific Rim and Godzilla and all those movies, they own Nerdist. Oh, so like he sold Nerdist to them. Mm -hmm. He stayed with the, he was just doing the podcast for a while and then he like broke off and was his own thing. So he's not even associated with Nerdist anymore, but apparently there's a lot of writers. I don't know if it's a lot, but I've seen like at least two that write for Nerdist that today said that they're no longer writing there because they don't want to be associated with the name Nerdist is immediately like, like what you just said, like before we started talking was, Oh, Nerdist. Like that name is associated with him. So they don't want their work to be associated with him anymore. So they left the company. Um, we haven't heard from him yet. He hasn't said anything. Radio silence over there, which I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, it means bad either way, but <laughs> for somebody who's trying to like salvage their career right now, uh, she also closed her closed her blog with this. P.S. To the man who tried to ruin my future, Chris Hardwick. She doesn't mention Chris Hardwick in this article at all. And that's another thing is people on Twitter are like, why is everybody pissed at Chris Hardwick? She doesn't even mention Chris Hardwick. But it's like, if you listen to the podcast, you know who, who she is and who Chris mm. Hardwick. A sincere and heartfelt apology could have made my last four years a hell of a lot easier. The person I used to date would try to sue me due to pride. I would not recommend it. I have audio and video that will support and prove many of the things I've stated in this post. I've chosen not to include it for your sake in the hopes that the person you've become will do the right thing. Become is in italics, like... You know, who knows? So we'll uh, we'll see where this creep of the week goes. But I'll say, you know, who's going to host Talking Dead? I don't know. We will see. There's a lot of factors that are going to come out to play. You we know, like, will have to wait and see. Is he going to be high road guy and, you know, come out and face a, like a man? Or is he going to be Mr. Low Road and try to sue it and shut it down and... Oh, also one of the other things, you know, that shoved a lot in her blog was that he would, he uh, got her blacklisted with a lot of companies in Hollywood. So she couldn't get any work. I wonder, so, if that's, I wonder if that's why I haven't seen or heard of Chloe Dykstra in a while. Probably. Probably. Yeah. That sucks. So that's, uh, that's what's going on with our creep of the week. Mm, freaking creepy. Freaking creepy. Where my where my precious at? Where my precious is outside. Where's the lotion? Precious. Precious. Uh that'd be a creep. Chris Hardwick, what are you doing? Bring us back some silence of the lambs. Uh I swear they oh that would be a fantastic series if they did another one. What? They did another freaking Silence of the Lambs. But they already did it. Just give me give me Jody and Hawk put together again. I mean, if you want to spend that much money, they right. wouldn't come back and right. do a show. Well, spend got, that much money. They could, no. Do it. Do it. Do it. I like the Hannibal show. That was really good. Is it still going? No. Oh. I don't like... I would watch that show and could not understand how it was on just regular TV. Right? Like, holy crap. It was more violent than most episodes of Game of Thrones. Like, for real. There's an, there's an episode of Hannibal, spoilers, I guess, <laughs> where, like, this guy is cutting off pieces of his own face and eating it. Ugh. My God, Brandon, you're a genius. You bring up Science of the Lambs, cannibalism, which leads me into my next story. What? I know, right? We're linked. And then, say you were in a uh, horrible accident. 
I was in a horrible accident. You had to have a piece of your body amputated, your arm, your foot, whatever. I wouldn't like that, Tony. What would be your first thought? <laughs> I, I don't like that, Tony. <laughs> oh, my God, my foot. Uh, well, this guy's first thought was, oh, my God. Wait, stop it. Screens, my screen's here. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to get all my friends over and we're going to eat me. Uh, that's what this guy did. Really? He, uh, he served his, his friend's tacos made from his own amputated leg. Oh, uh, his friends knew it was him. They so knew it was him. They knew it was his. They were meat. coming over for, they were coming over for man, my meat tacos, man, tacos, man, meat tacos. Oh, uh, when the doctors uh, asked if he wanted to amputate his leg because he was uh, he was on a uh, a bike, car hit his bike, sent him careening into a forest. His foot was shattered to the point that he could never walk it on on it again. And the doctors asked if he wanted to amputate it, and his only question was, "Can I keep it?" The doctors said yes. And on Sunday, three weeks after the incident. Uh, he is, uh, his name, he prefers to remain anonymous. He invited 10 of his most open-minded friends to a special brunch. They had apple strudel, puff pastries, fruit tarts, chocolate cake, and chocolate cake and mimosas. Like they were having a good old time. Jeez. And then the main course came out fajita tacos made from his foot. The meat off of his foot and his leg. And uh, the United States doesn't have a federal law banning cannibalism, this says. Um, Idaho is the only state in which the simple act of eating human flesh can land you in prison, and he's not in Idaho. Uh, this whole full story is on vice.com, if you want to go look it up. Um, they asked why he decided to feed himself to his friends, what it tasted like. Um, he says, originally... I wanted to have it taxidermied or freeze-dried. How cool would it be to have my freeze-dried or taxidermy foot standing around the house as a lamp or a doorstop or something? <coughs> okay, Ed Gain. <laughs> my God. Uh, he just said, like, it's part of me and I want it back. Um, so I'm going to eat it. Yes. Where do you take... A body part to get it, was it, did he slice it up himself? He says he took the foot back to his place and he froze it. Um, and he said it would have been a lot of money to freeze dry it. He just put it in his freezer pretty much. Uh, he cleaned it off. and It was dirty and gross and had iodine and stuff. So he says he cleaned it off and he was surprised by how well preserved it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was very preserved, and uh, his friends were over at his house at the time, and we they picked it up and they were playing with it. What the fuck? Uh, it didn't seem like a foot. It just seemed like you know an object, not a piece of him. Um, like there was no emotional connection. I get like just yep, yep, that's my foot. Um. He says he did feel like he said that there was a part of him that was weirded out. Um, so he, they just sliced up a piece of his foot, you know, and uh, he now did, did he grill it? Did he saute it? He basically said to his friends, uh, remember how we always talked about how if we could ever had the chance to ethically eat human meat. Would we do it? Well, I'm calling you out on that. We doing this or what? Ten of the eleven friends said yes. The eleventh one. The eleventh one told is told him to go to hell. Yeah, probably. pretty much. Um. So they did it. What does human flesh taste like? We're getting into that. There. Uh, this is how he cooked it. Okay, uh, that's what I would like to know. For uh, future reference of uh, 
How do you cook human flesh? Uh, do you have to skin it? Apparently he took it. One of his friends was a chef. Okay. Uh, and he uh, told the idea, you know, what they're going to do. And he said, okay, I'll prepare it. You guys come over tomorrow. And he guess he marinated it overnight, sauteed it with onions, peppers, salt, uh, salt and pepper, lime juice, served it on a corn tortilla with some hot sauce. <laughs> they even have the recipe here. Yummy. For anybody else. Really? They have the recipe? There's a recipe here. You just need human meat. Wow. Um, let's see. How did it taste? I said very beefy. 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 It had a very beefy flavor and tough and chewy. He said it tasted good, but the experience wasn't the best because of how tough it was to chew. Um, he says, one friend spit me into a napkin. <laughs> uh, that sounds dirty. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah. That's what happened out there. That's a dinner party. Wow. A Donner dinner party. Kind of reminds me of one of my short films I made. Oh, my God. A Donner dinner Donner party. Donner dinner party. Yeah. I made a, uh, I made a short film. One time with Tom Proctor, who uh, really, yeah, and uh, Tom Proctor and his wife they had a daughter. She went missing. We see her held captive somewhere, and then we see somebody sawing her arm off, and then we cut to uh, oh no, no I, well okay, back up. Beginning of the movie, she gets proposed to. She becomes engaged and she's all happy. Then it. Cuts to her, you know, strapped down to a table, and she's sweaty and freaking out and everything, and someone cuts her arm off. And then we go into uh, her family, her her mother and father. They're very upset. They can't find her. Her boyfriend's over there, and he's, you know, like, they're all upset. This is like a few days have gone by. Somebody's making this right now into a movie. Really? They must have saw it. And, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> okay. So their friend comes over. Their friend is a detective, and he's the one working on the case. And he was he brings dinner for everybody, and they're eating dinner. They're eating spaghetti, and then the mom she starts choking, and uh, she spits out the engagement ring. And then it turns out the detective is the one that kidnapped her, but he also chopped her up and made her into spaghetti and served her to her parents and her boyfriend. Nice, yeah, isn't it? Dun dun dun. Maybe not to that extreme, but no. That's a good short story. We should do, should do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Um, uh, Brandon, what? What's up? Do you want to know what the uh, murder capital of the United States is? Myrtle, murder, Myrtle, murder, Myrtle, murder capital of the United States murder of America. Capital. I keep. I'm um, going to capital or state. The number one, number deadliest one, deadliest U.S. city, deadliest U.S. city. Most people would be, What's most people would say Chicago. Right. But. But it's not Chicago. And people keep freaking out because I keep telling them like, oh yeah, me and we're going to go to Chicago in September because we are all in. If you're a wrestling fan, you know what that means. We are going to all in. Uh, and I keep saying, yeah, we're going to Chicago. Like my mom was like, oh my, you better be careful. You better bring a gun. You better be careful. You can't bring a gun. Um, oh, you could because you're you're more than likely driving out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not flying. <laughs> Screw flying on anything. Chicago is number 10. Of the most, of the of most the deadliest. deadliest. Murder rate wise, Chicago is 10th. Number For every 100,000 people, 24 of them are getting murdered. If you line up 100,000 people, 24 people are going to get murdered. In um, Chicago. Yes. The number one rate. So are you going to do top 10 then? We're going down the line here. Number nine, Newark, New Jersey. Really? Mm-hmm. Number eight, Memphis, Tennessee. I can see that. Hmm. Wow. 
Hmm, I didn't know that. Right? I don't know. I've been through there before. Yeah? Memphis isn't that bad, you would think. Hmm. It's number eight. Yeah. It's the eighth deadliest city in the country. Jeez. Maybe I don't know. Number seven. Number seven, Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> number six is Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas can be pretty freaking. This, however, Las Vegas is number six. This is all based on people who were murdered in 2017, having a ton of them killed all at once at a country music festival really did not help their no murder stats for 2017 at all so moving on number five is cleveland ohio number four detroit michigan okay yeah number three is new orleans louisiana (laughs) number two where do you think bronx New York, Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore, and number one, St. Louis, Missouri. Wow. Missouri, two places in Missouri in the top five, 10. Kansas City, Missouri, and St. Louis, Missouri are in the top 10. Missouri's pretty freaking- Don't go to Missouri. Jeez. Stay out of Missouri, y'all. But you only hear, you really only hear about Chicago. You only hear about Chicago. Ever. Mm -hmm. Like- 99 shootings this weekend, mm-hmm. 15 dead. Next time on <laughs> Chicago Sucks. Um, I have two stories left, but my laptop is about to die, but that's okay. Why don't you plug that thing save in? Save them. I don't know where my, my thing is. It's fine. We'll save them because you, once again, went on a ghost investigation. Yay! We are finally doing more of it. And I am having. We just need you to like take pictures and stuff so we can post it to social media while you're out there. Yeah, I keep forgetting. That's okay. Do it next time. Well, I will be at a another investigation this weekend. Okay. Of I have no idea where it's at. I know it's in Peoria, and it's another residential one. So mm-hmm. I can't. I won't be able to say much until they, until Paps does some of the stuff and, st- and until they go through it right like a they did with the last residential investigation okay so now you went on that one that we talked about in the last episode you couldn't talk too much about it i couldn't talk much about it now you can oh yes okay here we go so let's talk about where you went the first time let's let's go back to last last week you talked about uh you guys went on an investigation of a home you heard some footsteps moving around you, but outside they, of that, yeah, they you didn't really. I, in their little, in their little promo, or it's not really a promo; it's a pretty long thing, video. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really do the. I don't know if the steps was just like the three of us heard it or whatnot, and nothing else. Yeah, that's another thing. Is we all their like evidence that they captured on film, they posted, and we actually. But we shared it on our Facebook, so. Yeah, so at the residence, it's case case number. Well, it's Mampa 060218. So it's mm-hmm. the date, and they just said Mampa. Mampa. No, so. Mampa. Um, they have this cool nifty device. I think I've said it, but the SLR unit. So mm-hmm. the SLR unit picked up multiple times of something moving in... Um, the bedroom, something moving in the garage. Uh, there was a ton of EVP that was mm-hmm. picked up. And not just like subtle stuff. Um, in my group, we got get out. Hmm. Like dead honest. We were asking questions and we got a response of get out so that was pretty creepy we didn't get out we waited a little bit definitely got out yeah i would have left immediately um rod was using his holy water and splashing the kitchen and on the recorder 
the recorder picked up fuck this what yeah whatever the entity the entity used the f word (laughs) (laughs) so it was some pretty messed up stuff um yeah, the EVP was just crazy in the house. It was so freaking heavy in the be- in the back bedroom. Yeah. Um so heavy. The weight just in there stuff was just uh a GoPro went out, the flur went out. Um just really heavy energy in that back room. A bunch of EVPs if you guys have we did post that reporting the for the Mampa 060218 mm. on our page. Uh, is the holy water thing on the on that? The video? holy water is on there. I ain't watching it. You so can freaking watch it. see it. I shared it on our Facebook, but I ain't watching that. You much. need to watch. You need to watch, watch it. I don't want to watch it. I'm scared. Um, I'll watch it tomorrow at like noon outside while I'm sitting in traffic yeah, somewhere. Do it. Do it. Right, so, uh, <clears throat> I had that investigation. This past weekend, I had another investigation Mm -hmm. at the Gilbert Historical Museum. Okay. This place is messed up Mm. with just, I got left in, I, I was, I was in one situation, I'm the last person leaving as everybody, there was a group of people that paid to go on this tour. Yeah. So I'm leaving behind Rod, and I stop, and uh, I'm getting my. I'm going through the steps of with my video camera, making sure it's all set up and stuff. And as they're everybody's leaving, I just feel like freaked out. So I'm like running out of the play. I just felt freaked out in that place when I was by myself. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so awesome. I'm talking to Rod. Yeah. who is the leader of PAPS. We're talking about the last investigation because I didn't know a lot of the stuff that had happened. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you got some good stuff. You got some awesome stuff. And he out of the corner of his eye, as we're talking, he sees a shadow come out of a room, look at us, turn around and go back into a room. Yeah. And then we both go over to the room because he's, he's like, did you see that? I'm like, I'm just, I'm looking at directly at you. I don't know if I, I could not see, see it. We go over to the room. The room's freezing, freezing. It's a hundred and something degrees outside. Yeah. And this room is freezing in this entry point in the entry to the, the room. Uh-huh. Um, so I bring my camera over there and I'm shooting stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if we caught anything or not, but you could hear like tapping mm-hmm. and the, I thought it was a clock and I'm like, there must be a clock in there. And I asked the cur- the curator of the, the girl that was with us. I'm like, there's, is there a clock in that room? She's like, no. I'm like, so what the hell was the tapping? I guess they get whatever is in the, the entity that likes to roam around the museum lights to tap on the glass in that room because that room is the like wedding dress room yeah it shows a bunch of there's a bunch of like old super old wedding dresses in that room so we waited till that was our last room for the night we didn't go into that room until the last part of the night Uh and that's when we picked up some other stuff we started in the basement which there's a gentleman who likes to blow in your ear as you're going down the stairs also likes to talk in your ear to make you get disoriented so you fall down the stairs mm-hmm. because the stairs are tilted slightly yeah they're kind of not made very well so i didn't get i didn't feel that but i one of the guests that were with us got blown in her ear as she's going down the steps i believe yeah that would freak you out a little, a little bit. Yep. Um, we set up the SLR in the basement. What's the SLR? The SLR is the the unit that uses the connect that picks up okay. movement. Right. And it will, if you're standing in front of it, it will show you. It will show your movement. It will, and it picks up 
a body. It picks up body signatures. Yeah. We set up the SLR down there, and we're getting... We're not getting much out of it. I'm down there in one corner with my back at two of... I didn't feel very well down there because it was like my back was to an open open area mm. and I kept on hearing shit behind me <laughs> and it's pitch dark and I'm just looking at my the screen with the night vision yeah um, the SLR picked up there was it looked like it was a kid a little kid sitting on a top of the shelf kicking their feet and just like looking at us you just watching it? us you can see the legs just like are kicking like this, like a kid is just chilling out on the top of the shelf. That's true. Yeah, I want to watch that video. Oh, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> this is this is what I've been wanting to do, man. Go out there and find some of this. You stuff. just be chasing ghosts. I be chasing some ghosts. And uh, you're going to one tomorrow. I'm going or on one to this weekend. This weekend. Okay. Uh, there's a ton of stuff that they got on this. Uh, that last room that I was talking about, we went yeah. back to it. I'm just I'm going forward. We did a live EVP session session in there. Yeah, we brought both groups back together, and we're in that room, and we're doing a live EVP session, and we're asking a bunch of questions. Three questions we asked. The last question asked, um, we get a response, but we didn't hear it right away. Yeah. So she rewinds it. The girl that did it was one of the guests she rewinds it you hear all three questions we got an answer on the last question you can blatantly hear she asks are you are you are you scared to talk to us because we weren't we weren't necessarily hearing that much and you get we heard yes okay so there was some cool interactions at the Gilbert Historical Museum. When is their next uh, like big public one? Uh, like anybody can go on. August 11th, I believe. Where's it at? It's going to be at the Gilbert Historical Museum again. Oh, my God. Um, Paps, I don't think they're not doing Pioneer Village anymore. Why not? I believe I heard, I kind of overheard that Pioneer Village um, wanted more. Oh, they want more money. Wanted more money because... Of how well Paps was bringing out people. They had that one where there was, it like was so many a couple people hundred there. people there. Yeah, yeah. it was. So insane. They were probably like, "Hey, <laughs> like, what the hell's going on?" Right. All right. Um, Rod has. Rod wants to do another celebrity ghost hunt. Yeah. With local, local news people and also radio hosts and some other. Uh, he brought up he's wanting to get in touch with uh, John Holmberg, Morning Sickness. Yeah. Which. <laughs> I was, <laughs> they're talking on, I, I always listen to John Ber, uh, on Holmberg, Morning Sickness, and they do a segment called What Would Brady Do? Yeah. And a bunch of people send in like questions for Brady Bogan to to answer because Brady's kind of like the, he's he's religious but not religious. He's kind of like the, the cute little guy that is, mm. he's like, he always wants to do the right thing. Yeah. So... One of the the story that I like chimed in on on their Facebook, and I sent him a message was uh, this guy is in a relationship, and chick is like super hot, but she thinks his house is haunted, and he wants to dump her, but she's super, hot. <laughs> and she wants the house cleansed, like she. She swear to God thinks there's a spirit in this house, yeah. and she wants someone not to go out there and investigate the place. And he's like, "I do not want to waste a bunch of money on investigation." And I message Morning Sickness. I'm like, "Hello, my name is Brandon, and I will investigate the house for free." And posted ScaredyCast, and you go a few minutes, and then. Uh, Eric chimes in. He's like, we got this guy named Brandon who wants to investigate the house for free. <laughs> He's got a website and everything. And John Holmberg kind of cuts him off right there. And they don't, they didn't drop scary cast, but they dropped Brandon investigating. It was Maybe so close. Maybe people Google search it. 
Oh, hopefully they'll Google search us. Hopefully. I'll let you know if we get any emails in. That'd be cool. Uh, that's going to do it for this Scaredy Cast. We have uh, Dan from Down Under coming up right after. I miss hearing Dan. A commercial. So uh, Commercial? We have a commercial. We have advertising. We have a commercial break. And then there's going to be some Dan from Down Under. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Support us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash scaredycast. And make sure you turn on notifications. Turn them on. So you know when we go live. Subscribe. Uh, because I just had some ideas that me and Brandon are going to discuss off mic. Huh. That I think could be very good. As we're as as, as we were as we were talking and I was listening to you, I had an idea. Sweet. We're gonna discuss it. So make sure people follow on Twitch because you're gonna want to follow us on Twitch. And that's all I have. And hopefully, is this the same commercial? This is the same commercial as last okay. week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our other devoted listener, Dutch, There's let a- me know that this commercial. You just, I had to listen to it, and I'm like, wow. I it's an interesting did, ad. I could have did this commercial. It's an interesting ad. <laughs> it is. It's for uh, fictionforadults.com. Go uh, check them out. Don't Here's, be a pussy. Uh, and make sure you listen to Dan, because he's amazing, as always. Dan from Dananda. Goodbye. Bye. Nice to meet you. It's me. Yep. In the horns, baby. Come on. Say my name. Dare ya. Double. No. Triple dog dare ya. I'm a good judge of character, usually. But gotta admit, wouldn't have pegged you for a pussy. Your kind scares too easily. Guess you don't want these front row seats, talking real VIP shit, to the end of the world, huh? Gonna be the greatest show in the universe. Buckeye, Texas. Ground zero for the biggest, baddest, most epic takedown in human history. You thought the flood was bad? Please. That's rookie shit. You ain't seen nothing. Weapon of choice? Geminus. Cross a panther with a gargoyle and throw in some Lovecraftian spice for good measure. Pure, cosmic, flying badassness. One pissed off pussy and his vixen mate. And who are they pissed off at and ready to enslave and slaughter? Ha, you good old folks, that's who. Not to mention the 12 Zodiac tribes. But you ain't interested, are ya? Cause you're a pussy, huh? You and the Geminis have something in common. If you ever grow a set, check out the audio drama Paladin Cycle on fictionforadults.com. G'day, Scaredycast. Dan from Down Under. And we've got a special treat for you today. I am joined by Charlotte and Harvey. Hello. And we are going to talk about what the what uh, field trip that we went on on Friday night. Um, I'll let the kids explain. Take it away, Junior Down Unders. Well, we went to the ghost mushrooms or glowing mushrooms. And it was pretty cool, actually. We saw lots of green mushrooms glowing when we... Okay, okay, don't get too far ahead. All right, so, Charlotte, can you please try and explain to Skeddycast listeners what the glowing mushrooms are? Um, so the glowing mushrooms are, I guess, a type of mushroom that grows in a forest near Mount Gambia, probably another forest somewhere else. Yeah, with the particular yeah. ones we're talking about are in, yep, just out of town. Um... And um, so there's car parks, so you can park your car in one of the car parks, and then there's walks, that, and you go into the forest and walks. There's kind of a track that you can follow, and there's lots of these patches of mushrooms, and okay. when you talk, turn off all of your lights and let your eyes adjust, they look like, and they glow in the dark. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Harvey, can you please describe to the listeners um, who did we go with? How did we get there? Well, obviously we drove our cars. Well, two cars, technically. I went with my mum and my sister and my cousin, Gabby, and my dad went with his brother, hashtag my uncle, and his mum, hashtag my grandma. 
Excellent. And, okay, so set the scene. What was it like when we got out to the mushrooms? What What did you guys um, first notice about the place? Uh, the, and describe what sort of forest it is. What sort of forest is it? Like a timber forest or something. I'm pretty sure it's a pine forest. I don't really mind. I don't um, mind, but it was really so scary. The trees were very tall, and there was lots of logs laying around. What was the weather like? It was chilly, but um, quite nice. Not raining or anything, which was a good day. Would you say that it was very still and maybe a little bit spooky? Yeah, it was really spooky for me because one time when um, when we turned our lights off, I turned my head to, to one of these two trees and in between them I, I thought, I think I saw a slender man. Not lying. Yeah, okay. Not sure where that came from. <laughs> um, okay, so we get there. Uh, we park in the third car park along. Mm-hmm. And did we have a track to follow? Kind of. When we first got there, did we have a track to follow? Yeah, we did. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so we did not have a track to follow. Oh. We just went straight into this pine forest and um, and just went hell for leather trying to find these mushrooms. And we stumbled around at in the dark. In, well, we had our torches. We stumbled around in the dark with these torches trying to find these glowing mushrooms, thinking the whole thing was a little bit of a um, a little bit of an urban myth, even though there's all these tourist attractions and everything there. So. What um, what did we do when we finally came across um, some ghost mushrooms? Decide what it looked like once we got there and we turned the um, the torches off. What did you see? Well, so the people ahead had to wait for the people behind. But once everyone got there, um, we switched our torches off and it didn't happen instantly. But... Mum said she'd been doing all the reading. Um, she said that it takes a little while for our eyes to adjust, and once they do adjust, the mushrooms will start to look like they glow. And sure enough, um, once our eyes adjusted, it, all the mushrooms around us looked like they were glowing, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, and this one time when we saw some of the glowing mushrooms, um, I spotted these two mushrooms that looked like eyes coming out of the ground. It was really cool. They, they're like, I see you. I see you. <laughs> it's really funny. All right, so after we saw the first mushrooms, we walked along a little bit further and we found the track. We found yeah. the proper track and yeah. we found that second lot of mushrooms. So now this stage, our eyes had adjusted. Um, did you? And we came across that second patch where we were stood in one direction and we turned all the torches off and we sort of went... You remember this where we went oh yeah that looks pretty cool and then we looked around yeah. and there was all these glowing mushrooms everywhere there would have been hundreds of them yeah they were just glowing everywhere what what color do you reckon can you describe what the glow was like it was all like a, a greeny orangey sort of thingy i describe it as a greeny white yeah um yeah a greeny white kind of colour and I think that second patch has to be the patch that glowed the most. Um, yeah, that's to be the best patch that we found. Alright, so we found that second patch and we saw lots of um, lots of glowing mushrooms and they looked pretty eerie and pretty spooky. Mm. Um, and then what happened? Did we find some animals in the forest of some sort? No? No. Some feathery ones that made a lot of noise. Cockatoos or something. Okay, so we found some cockatoos that flew overhead and squawked really loud, and I thought it scared the crap out of the kids, but obviously their um, memory of it is different to mine, and it didn't scare them at all. <laughs> yep. Okay, can you tell me one? Th- what was the funniest thing about going in t- and looking at these mushrooms? That one Grandma th- stumbled over one time. Yeah, I'd, one of the funniest moments would be when Grandma fell over. I was like, are you okay, Grandma? She was like, yeah, I'll get up. And then... I also found the two eyes, like glowing mushrooms that looked Things like eyes so coming out of the ground. Yeah. Quite interesting. Yeah. Okay, so how long did you reckon we spent walking around the um, forest in the middle of the night looking at glowing mushrooms? I feel like two hours, I'm not sure why. 
I'd say half an hour to 45 minutes. It was about 45 minutes. Did you guys enjoy the experience of um, walking around in the middle of the forest at night time in the dark? I thought we were going to run into Bigfoot, but apart from that, it was pretty cool. I enjoy doing nature walks, and in the forest with only torches, I found it really cool. So, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Okay, guys, there you have it, our tour to the um, to the glowing mushrooms. Do you have anything else you need to add, guys? What, uh, what did we do once we'd finished with the glowing mushrooms? We went home to Grandma's house and we had soup and pasties for tea. So we worked out quite a... Uh, and a little bit of um, two-minute party pies. Okay. <laughs> Very good. So would you guys just, would you guys say we're going to go do that again next year when the, when the mushrooms are back? Yes, totally. Yeah, I'd really like to go see them again. Is there anything different you would like to do next year? Yes. Mm. Go further into the woods. When we found the track, um, Fungi Hunter Road or whatever, Alley, Fungi Hunter Alley, um, we kind of went back towards the road that we came from. I'd like to go down the other way and see if we can find any more. So spend more time and go deeper into the forest. Yeah. Go deeper into the forest. Maybe next time we go, it might be a little bit windy. Ooh. That'd be really spooky. scary. That'd be... I hope there's no ghost. That's my cousin. The wind would give it a really spooky effect. Okay. We'll leave it there. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. So, yeah, the glowing mushrooms, mm. if you're ever in Mount Gambia, another good reason for um, for touring Australia is uh, come down to the great southeast of South Australia and see the ghost mushroom and do the tour. And if you want Fortnite, just get it for free on your PlayStation. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. Can you guys say goodbye, please? Goodbye, scary cars. Goodbye, scary cars. Leave you to next time. Remember the thing I said about Fortnite. Oh my god. All right, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Till next week. Cheers.